Greetings, this is Brother Leroy with Carriage of the Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for taking out your busy schedule to spend time with us. And I want to ask you not only about, I want to let you know that not only are you blessing us by spending time with us, but it will be a great, great blessing to us if you will hit that subscribe, that notification, and all the ways that, that you can contact the medium by which you are hearing or seeing us. And then I want to thank my partners and friends and loved ones, especially for supporting the work that God has given carries of the covenant ministries. Uh, let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you. Your word brings interest. I thank you, Father, that your word causes a light to come. I thank you that your word destroys yokes. And I thank you, Father, as we hear your word, we your word is coming back to you. And then you, your word says that you, your word has the power to do whatever it says. And then not only that, but faith is coming to us as we hear your word in Jesus name. Amen. We've been talking about faith, faith for prosperity. And I've said this and, and it's still years ago. And I said today, Prosperity is one of the, is to me prosperity is one of the most controversial subjects uh, that the that the world has towards the church and that the church has within itself. And I've said before, as I've traveled across the United States, I've had the number one question. Here it is: the number one question has not been about heaven, not has been about hell, not been about tongues, not about dying. Uh, not about marriage, but it's been about money, prosperity. Uh, our foundational truth is, as a born-again believer, we are redeemed from the curse of the law and are heirs to Abraham's blessing and God's promise of prosperity. I want to read that again. As born-again believers, we are redeemed from the curse of the law and are heirs to Abraham's blessing and God's promises, not just one, but promises of prosperity. You know, the scripture says Abraham was very rich, not just rich, but very rich in silver, gold, herds, flocks, houses, and servants. I want to read a short definition of the word prosperity and a short definition of the word rich. Advance or gain in anything good or desirable, successful progression in any business or enterprise, uh, an attached attainment of the object desired. So what is it that you want? So whatever that you want, if it's good, God wants you to advance in it. The word, uh, the word rich, wealthy, opulent, possessing a large portion of land, goods or money or a larger portion than is common to other men or men of like rank. You know, scripture says that the scripture tells us that believers, those that believe in Jesus Christ as a person, savior, it says we're peculiar and we're strange. And notice uh, in our central truth, I use the word redeemed. Well, salvation, the word as a believer, you can't get away from the word, certain words you can't get away from. And one of those words is saved or salvation. And I want to read the Greek and Hebrew word for salvation. I like to say salvation slash slave, excuse, salvation slash save. The Greek words for salvation, Greek and Hebrew words. So that means in the old covenant and the new covenant, it implies the ideas of Deliverance, safety, preservation, healing, and soundness. Salvation is the great inclusive word of the gospel. Gathering into itself all the redemptive acts up 
and processes as justification, redemption, grace, perpetuation, imputation, forgiveness, sanctification, and glorification. And you know, one of the words also one, one thing when you think about the word um uh being a believer, don't and and all those words you don't leave out the uh and especially associate with the word grace, God's unmerited favor. In other words, you a favor from God that you don't deserve, you don't earn, but he gives it to you freely. But also think about the word grace means it implies God's total, complete willingness to be involved in everything that concerns you. And then I like the word of favor. So most people know what faith, I have an understanding of what favor means. So in other words, Everything that you do, you have the favor of God in that area. And God, uh, so in other words, God will cause favor. Scripture says that Jesus grew in grace and favor with God and man or men. So therefore, as a believer, you should be growing in favor. So in other words, wherever you go, you go, you go to park. There's a parking place for you. Uh, you want you got to check out at the counter. Uh, there's nobody in front of in front of you. Uh, just and list just goes goes on. You get the best prices. You get the best. You get the best bargains. You, you name it. It's it's like the sun is always shining on you. Um, now I want to say this is Proverbs twenty three seven. Because this is very important. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 1, excuse me, 23, 7. Uh, you know, there's people that, uh, uh, I remember there was one gentleman I used to work with. If you said good morning to him, he had to tell you what was wrong with it or ask you if there was anything. Uh, I, I tell, he would tell you there's nothing good about it. That type of person, I avoid. Because the scripture says, remember we, we've shared before, Mark 4, the scripture says, and Matthew, guard your heart. Actually, it says, King James says, above all things, guard your heart. Uh, for example, uh, it, when I was growing up, my grandfather, had, had I had a little garden of my own. He called it a pea patch. I guess because it was smaller than his garden. And you know, after that, planted that seed, and after I prepared the ground, planted the seeds, uh, uh, cover the seeds up, start watering them. I had to go out there and pull the weeds. Well, see, what the script, right? The scripture says is, and so in other words, the reason I had to pull the weeds was because the weeds would take the nutri the nutrients in the ground and the moisture that was made for the uh for 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 the plant my the plant that I wanted. And so I had to pull the weeds. I remember some years ago, my wife was talking to my spiritual mother about about roses or something, and and she called them. Uh, uh, she said, "You see these little plants on on side that's that's on in between the main branches." She said, "Right." Said, "Yeah." She said, these, "My spiritual mother said these are suckers." And my mother and my wife said, "What do you mean suckers?" She said, "Well, what you have to do is pull the suckers out, because what the suckers do is they cause the uh, the fruit is on the main branches to be stunted. So see, so what the scriptures tell us about God, our heart is telling us to keep the suckers, uh, unbelief, everything that does not agree with what you want, keep it from affecting the word of God that you hear or are causing you to be distracted from remember, read, uh, Mark, it said the uh, 
the problems, the challenges of the world. So in other words, things in the world can cause you to be distracted. Remember, uh, uh, Peter started walking on the water and, and, and Peter stopped looking. Remember, it was the word. It was the faith that came from the word that Jesus spoke about come. It was, so in other words, G Peter had to keep his mind, keep himself focused on the word. The scripture says Jesus in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word became God. So Jesus word, Jesus was the word and it was Jesus's word with faith in Peter's heart that caused him to be empowered him to be able to walk on the water. But Peter stopped looking and focusing on what he had heard or the word and he looked at the circumstances and he began to sink. Uh, uh, Third John 2 is, is, is one of our foundation scriptures for faithful prosperity because this King James says, Beloved, I wish, I desire above or pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul's prospering. So, another one, remember we speak about soul, we think about mind, we think about our inward being. So, are uh, that heart. So, in other words, you have to keep this, and we read the scriptures, Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks, so is he. So, if you have negative thoughts concerning prosperity, then, actually, any negative thoughts that you have about prosperity for yourself, or, uh, or anyone else, then those thoughts will hinder you from having prosperity. Uh, you know, most people, this is just simple. If you go to a store and they have the same socks, and we'll say the same, they say they have a pair of socks for $20, and then you look over to your right and you see the exact same socks, but you can get five pairs for $20, rather than one pair for $20, and you go to the salesperson and says, uh, is this some kind of, uh, uh, is this some kind of mistake that they have these 20 pair, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, five pair for $20 compared to the one, and the person looks it up and they say, oh, we, we don't know, we don't, we're not sure, we don't understand, they're both print, they were both made by the same company the same day, uh, but yet for some reason, they have one pair for $20 and they have five pair for $20. Most people, not probably 99 people out of 100, will get the 20 to 5 pair for the 20. Why is that? Because as human beings, we lack abundance. We want more. And so when people say, I have enough, I don't need that, that is satanic talking or just ignorance or refuse, refusing to receive the word. Now let me say this. The Bible does says we must fight the good fight of faith. And the Bible says that if we give to the kingdom of God, uh, we would receive 100 fold in this lifetime. But then it goes on to say with persecution. So now there are some people who do not want to increase because of the persecution. But I tell you what, uh, but but uh, the scriptures, I've had God say this to, uh, say this to me one time. He said he was well pleased in what I was doing. And I tell you, it, I mean, you think about that, that you, you can have God Almighty say to you the same, or Jesus say to you the same thing that God said to his son, Jesus. That, uh, that is, that's, that's just, that's something that you just can't, can't almost not put words to. And no, but also the scripture says, according to Hebrews eleven six. uh, 
it's impossible to please God without faith. So you, so when it comes to prosperity, are you willing to say you do not want to please God? I don't know about you, but there's no area in my life that I don't want to please God with. Uh, to turn to, um, you know, and I want to share this. When people will say, I've heard this, and people will say, and I don't, I don't know if they're saying it just because of, uh, conflict. see, people, people say this. They say people sometimes say things just for conversation. Well, I want you to know your conversation should never be conversation or words that go against what God has said he has done for you and that you are. Uh, um, Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us because it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. The purpose was, or the purpose why Jesus hung on a tree was that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles by Christ Jesus. Now, I want to read that same scripture out of the Amplified Bible. And remember, I always say this, the Amplified does just what it says. It's like a magnifying glass. It makes it bigger. Uh, Galatians 3, 13 and 14. And I, say, I suggest that you get you an Amplified Bible. Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, the doom of the law, and his condemnation by himself. And his condemnation by himself becoming a curse for us. For it is written in the scriptures, Christ, excuse me, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree or is crucified. Verse 14. To the end that through their receiving Christ Jesus, the blessing promised to Abraham might come upon the Gentiles so that we through faith might receive the, the reality realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit. See, remember, we said all these words were uh, the words what we call the Bible. They were written for our admonition and they were by the Holy Spirit. So by Jesus being crucified. It put us in a place that we can receive all the promises of God. So think of this way. You go to the store and you're standing in line and, and someone gives you their place. Well, see, now you can move. You have uh, advanced because someone gave you their place. I've had people give me their tickets and so that I can have a, a better seat, uh, you know, uh, those type of things. So in other words, we didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it, but, but it was given to us, but you have to receive it. Think about this. Sometimes you do want to do something. I've done stuff where people say, oh, you didn't have to do that. I, I don't do that for me. Well, we're out of time, I, uh, but we're going to join us again. And we're talking about faithful prosperity and know that God loves you. Be blessed. This is Brother Leroy.